Hey everybody, welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. We have another episode for you today with myself and Loy. Hey everybody. And we are talking about your perspective tilt. So we talked about your content tilt not too long ago, and now we're gonna talk a little bit about your perspective tilt. Uh, another way you could talk about it is, what, what's your angle, right, Loy? What's your angle on yeah, things? Yeah, what angle do you take on this? What angle do you take? It actually matters a lot more. It's filtered all throughout your, your messaging, your content, and your business, and being clear on that and really just being aware of it is going to be massive for you. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. We've been putting out a daily podcast episodes during this uh, Corona pandemic that is happening in this world. And we just are uh, hoping and praying for you guys. I know it's really crazy out there, but we hope that this brings you some encouragement, some quick wins so that you can continue to grow that uh, virtual business. Now more than ever, friends, you need to be selling what you have to people, especially if you are in the industry of supporting online businesses. If you are a business coach, sales trainer, like we are, if you offer virtual business opportunities now more than ever, do you need to be selling your services. Don't be scared. Don't back down because things are unpredictable. It's the very reason that you need to go and share your message and sell your services so that you can continue to drive this economy, right, Lloyd? Yes. Yes. Go get them. Go get them. Go get them. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you think and we will talk to you soon. Boy was saying how this reminded, reminded you of our, all of our days studying in the basement. So many hours, so many evenings and Saturdays so and Sundays. So many. We, I used to do, I, guys, I, the reason I can go as hard as I go now is because I've been training my whole life. Mm, that's true. It's true. Since probably these. It was middle school, at least. Middle school, yeah. I just, I would study. I. You know, hours. It took, it took a little bit of work ethic for me to, to make it. I wasn't naturally as. Well, let's think Book about smart. this. Honestly, you're creative. I guess. Very creative. Mm-hmm. And the kind of the type of testing they did is, you know, it's memorization. Yeah. Like learn this and go put it well, on listen, I ABC learned, or D. I learned how to memorize something, did I not? And then you have to, you know, get it down to A, B, C, or D. But you're yeah. a creative yeah. thinker. Lolly taught me how to, my mom taught me how to make songs. Taught me how to make songs mm-hmm. to remember things. But we yeah. would spend... Friday night, We had night, these two Saturday desks, night. like, they were little, they were about... They were facing each other. Two-foot desks uh-huh. wide, like those yeah. pottery, or those ballard desks. Ballard desks, yeah. Facing each other. Uh-huh. And I'd be on one doing whatever I was working on. You were always working on stuff, too. I always working on stuff. Yeah, you we were always studying. so many hours doing that. I, know, I feel say, I feel like we're kind of doing yeah, that. Yeah, we're, we're... Still <laughs> doing that, sort of. In, in a new basement. A yeah. new basement, studying. Yeah. Yeah, but we're moving it. We're moving and grooving over here, aren't we, Loy? Yeah, yeah, working hard. Got a lot of going. Loy isn't really in on the yeah. on the details, but he got a little detailed call, <clears throat> uh, our team team meeting call, and he was like, "Wow, things things are happening over here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. are. And the whole team is like really focused, working hard. So it's so laser focused. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's so I can't wait for. So Catherine. we came back and said, "Well, this is all a good thing because it's forcing you to." Yeah, honestly, step it up and you know, honestly, learn new things, like, do new things. Yeah, it is. I've learned so much over the last couple of days. I can't wait to share in another time, another way. But I've just learned a lot about a lot of things. So we'll share that another day. But today, what we're going to talk about is uh, perspective tilts. And that might not sound cool, but it's actually very cool. So let me explain. So a couple of days ago, not yesterday, but the day before, I talked about 
a content tilt and how you you create content that's not necessarily it's aligned with your business, but it's not directly related with your business and how that helps you stand out. Mm -hmm. And I was reading the the content to Lloyd. He's like, yeah, I love it. I love it. We really need to talk about having a a perspective tilt. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Because we talk about both these tilts and guide culture of of having a certain perspective tilt and then also a content tilt. And you love talking about perspective tilt. So I'm just going to let you get after it. Okay. Well, yes, yes. You know, back when I was young, we didn't call it tilt. You know what we called it? What'd you call it? Uh, what's your angle on it? Angle, yeah. You know, that's really probably more understandable than mm-hmm. tilt, really. Yeah. We may should even change that so yeah, it's maybe. more clear. So it's really like, what's your angle? How do you see it? Mm. What's your perspective? Yeah. That's all that is. And and it's, so it's the way and you con- see things. And conveying it really clearly, I think it's important. Well, yeah, you have to convey it. But but the thing is, if, if you and I or two or three people are, are – put in the same context of the same situation, we're going to have different potential context of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, I was reading about some of this stuff, and if, if someone wants to um, start a garden, a little garden, well, there could be different reasons they want to start it. Maybe they want to save money. Maybe they want fresh fruits. Maybe they want to hobby. have a hobby. There's different reasons that they would want to do the same thing. Right. So what's your angle on it? Why do you want to do that? Right. But from our perspective, is like as you're leading, leading sales or a team or whatever, it becomes what's your angle on why that's important or why, mm-hmm. why it matters to you. How do you get your um, – how does it separate you as far as the value you bring to the table? Because right. we keep talking about the, the, the separation of value. How do you separate yourself? How do you become special and mm-hmm. valuable and unique and – all those things that make you where nobody can copy you. Right. And really, it's your angle on things is what does that. You're so right. That's why these are so important, that you take your angle, you recognize your angle, and you maximize whatever your angle is. You drive it home, yeah. So we just let's just talk about that for a moment, okay. about how we kind of take that angle, what, what it can kind of do. Well, first of all, it's really based on your wisdom. Mm. And what is wisdom? Knowledge plus experience. And if, it, and if it's used properly, that's wisdom. Mm-hmm. So any, we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Knowledge plus experience. Well, the only, the only thing that you can have when you, when you have some context or some, uh, an angle on something, it has to come from something you already know. And you've been learning things from the time you were born. And then you start your input and you, and you change maybe the way you understand things. But your knowledge are things you've learned. Then your experience is things that you've actually experienced, mm-hmm. you've done, you've had the, the. That's why people who have had a lot of failures mm-hmm. are so valuable. They've mm-hmm. had the experience to know what what doesn't work, and mm-hmm. that's why I, when I say to you, anytime somebody starts telling me what the future holds, I discount them right away because I know from my experience, mm-hmm. nobody knows the future. Yeah. You hear somebody say, you know, get in the market, get out, it's going to crash, it's going to take off. Nobody knows. Yeah. And so the question is, is the stock market right now high or low? What's your angle on it? Is that what you're going to ask? Well, (laughs) no, the answer to that is nobody knows. Well, yeah. (laughs) Is it high or is it low right now? Nobody knows. Yeah. So the point is the the knowledge plus the experience and then – having the wisdom to use that properly, that's mm-hmm. kind of like your your wisdom. And I think so much of this like knowledge plus experience, a huge part is just being 
having a sense of awareness. Mm-hmm. So, so many times, I know, at least for me, maybe you can agree, you go through an experience and then it's not until maybe years down the road that you can look back on it and be like, oh, I'm going to use that experience plus the knowledge that I have to create some wisdom around my new experience that I'm about to, Absolutely, to yes. go. Yeah. But it, but you almost have to go through mm-hmm. it so that you can look back right. and, and apply that wisdom in your next, next yeah. experience. And so, and so as you develop that, that if you start selling something mm-hmm. or leading someone, you're going to have a, a context to do that on or right. your angle of the way you see it and the way you think it needs to be. Right. I know you have angles on things all the time and you lead based on your vision. Yeah. And your vision can only come from you. So that's unique to you that yeah. nobody else has. And of course, what we teach is how to sell whatever it is that you have, your right. value. Mm-hmm. But the point we're trying to make is your uniqueness is what makes it really special. Mm. And so that uh, that perspective, that tilt or that angle you come at it with mm-hmm. is really what separates you. Yeah. So the question is, some questions here. What do you know mm-hmm. and what have you learned over time? Yeah. And every time you learn something, you go make adjustments and you remember it and mm-hmm. you don't make that mistake again and all that kind of thing. And you remember, um, uh, it was Coach Ed from uh, LSU. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things he said on a, when I was listening to him in a talk show one time. He said, "I one of my things is I try to never make the same mistake twice. Mm. That's nothing but solid wisdom right there. Yeah. And uh, then it says, do you have the right perspective based on this? So the question is, since this wisdom is so important, how do you know if your perspective is a good, solid perspective that people would want to follow? So how do you get that perspective? Tell me. That's what people want to know. Is your wisdom solid or is Mm. your wisdom weak? You know what I mean? That's the question. Yeah. Because we all have something. And I think it goes back to the be, do, have. Yeah. It's trying to be the right person. Because I know for myself – as I have grown over the years, mm-hmm. and as I've seen things and tried things, and and then I tried to, you know, learn some of the things. I mean, a lot of the wisdom really comes from, you know, your scripture reading. There's a lot of wisdom mm-hmm. there. And over the years, I feel like I've changed some, mm-hmm. and I see things differently. Mm-hmm. And and so much of, of being, I think humility is a big thing. Yeah. Recognizing you don't have all the answers. Yeah. That's one of the first things is to recognize there's everybody has a different view on things and you don't necessarily have all the right ones. Man, yeah. And um and so but then the other part is once you kind of do all this is can you buy into, can you believe that what you have is valuable? Mm. And then once you start believing, we're talking about the mindset, what do you believe? Mm-hmm. Once you believe it, then game over. Yeah. Nobody's gonna stop you because your brain what you know, the six inches between your ears is the most important. Listen, and not the truth. And once you believe it, then there's nothing that can stop you. So the question is, of those perspectives, are you are you working to grow those perspectives, learning to working to get better at them, mm-hmm. you know, improve them, get deeper into your wisdom, mm-hmm. and then and then once you believe it's valuable, nothing can stop you mm-hmm. if you just go do it in the work some of the guide culture methods of how to get out there and tell your message. It's interesting because, you know, a lot of the content tilts that we talked about experience was one of the, the big pillars. It's like, Hey, the more experience that you have, the more of a, of an advantage you have. Would you agree with that? Probably Mm -hmm. if it's, well, if I don't know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it it, it may depend on what the experience is, Mm -hmm. you know, how you've, um, how how hard you worked and what did you really learn? And are Mm -hmm. you learning new things? 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it automatically means that. I mean, what I know is that you can't buy experience. You can't buy it. You can read about it, but you can read about you it. You know, I've I've learned that my dad used to tell me things all the time, but until I went out and tried it and yeah. learned it for myself, I didn't really believe it, you know. That is <laughs> You, you found oh, that to be God. true for you too, right? Or your dad or, tells you things all the time, but or until just you go like try it. someone else tells you the same tells yeah. you the same thing. You, you just hear it. it from somebody else. Right. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, tangible tip of somebody who is listening to this. They're like, hey, I hear you, Loy. Mm-hmm. It feels really abstract. It mm-hmm. feels really like okay. You just want me to like have a certain perspective. Like it's almost like you need. I don't. Like a theme. I don't want you to have one. You have one. Yeah. You already have one. I don't. You know. You have one. Yeah. It's getting clear <laughs> on it. Well, it's it's not even getting clear on it. It's like, it's like it's almost like having your heart in it. Like oh yeah, you have a perspective. But as we were talking about earlier today on the, on the uh, Facebook live thing we did. Mm-hmm. Is how much can you get your heart into it? Your heart is what sells it. Mm. You have a perspective, perspective, but can you really like get excited about it? Mm. Get excited, be proud of it. Like want to go out and tell the world. Yeah, I was uh, telling someone today. Like we have some things we need to do in our office to try to get some new products out. That I really believe in, especially in terms of this latest downturn, mm-hmm. is that. We have to go out there and share the good news. Mm. And if your perspective, perspective, your heart is there and mm. you're excited about it, yeah. that's what matters because you already have a perspective. Yeah. But your heart is what takes it there. And you know what? I actually just wrote an email about this. You did? Uh, not necessarily about what I'm about to say, but it aligns. Mm-hmm. And I was I was talking about how like whatever you're thinking or I guess whatever your perspective is, it kind of comes out in your body, your tone, and your eyes. Mm. Would you agree with that? Sure it does. Yeah. The excitement. You've got to yeah. they've got to see the energy. And that's why it has to be like in your heart. It has to be. Because if there's like a smidgen of a doubt or a smidgen of a question, it comes out. You get, you know, your shifty or your your tone or your body language. Well, I'll tell you a time mm. that, that it started kind of coming out for me in the insurance side. Oh, of tell things. me, I would love to know. Well, I was I was trying to do the sales thing, which I was, yeah. based on what I knew, mm-hmm. what I had learned from, you know, I was trying to start the business. I went out and found all the people who were kind of doing well at this business, yeah. and I, I tried to copy them, ask mm-hmm. them some questions, what's working for you, and I went and did the two or three things that they said they did that worked. That's not what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But it was when the the consultant I was using about, I don't know, 15 years ago or something, when he told me that he says, when you have command of your value adds, that's when you will take off. Command of my value adds. So what are my value adds? It's the things that I deliver, the things that I believe in. Mm. It's the things that I think are important Mm. around what we do. So when I take what we do and I decide what I believe is important and I get excited about that, that's my perspective. That's my angle on based on what I do. This is what's important. Wow. This is what I can get excited about. And this is why you want to use me because yeah. I believe this. So what are some you of know? your value adds, would you say? On the insurance? Sure. Well, on the insurance, we uh, we believe in coverage first, premium second. Mm-hmm. The first thing we do is we analyze, 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 get to know the customer. Mm-hmm. And we build the program based on the coverage that their risk tolerance, mm-hmm. what they believe in to be a risk tolerance, and then what we know to be is important, and mm-hmm. we kind of put the program together mm-hmm. and share it with them, and then we manage it mm-hmm. 
in a way that we're staying on top of it. Mm-hmm. We're adjusting. Yeah. We're, we're running the program. And then we, we run an office of a sales organization where everybody is treating these customers to where they want to be right. with us. They enjoy working with us. Mm-hmm. And no customer left behind. We take care of each every one. A customers, uh, we take care of the customer first, last, and mm-hmm. always. Yeah. So as we're doing all that, well, if we're going to do that, we have to first know our product inside and out. Yeah. We have to understand risk. We have to understand mm-hmm. coverage. Yeah. And then so until we really know what we're doing, we can't really deliver that. Right. But that's what makes you special is what you – Yeah, because adds, we yeah. believe in that. We go work hard. We deliver it. Yep. And then we take care of them all the way through. We never, you yeah. know – and so if I go with somebody and say, we're going to find you the right coverage mm-hmm. to the best of our ability, we're going to go study and know what we're doing to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. We're going to take care of you to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. And that's the perspective and angle. It's, the, it's yeah. value and abundance, basically. Yeah. And then all it. the things we can do to create that. Yeah, I love it. And But that's what you do here. Mm-hmm. Right now, when this thing came up, you decided we want to deliver more content. We want to bring in encouraging content right now. We need encouraging that's your perspective. That's yeah. your angle on it. Mm, that's a good and you point. bought into it. You believed in that's it. That's my perspective. And that's of, what you're doing right now. My perspective of the situation. Is yeah, that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a great, it's a great example. You were sitting in that meeting and we mm-hmm. were talking about what do we do? What do we, and you said, we need to deliver more content right now. We need to pick it up. That was your yeah. perspective on that. Yeah. We've been doing that. And that's what you've been doing. Yeah. And does that make sense? A hundred percent. Yeah. But but that perspective that you have is what separates you. Yeah. And you've got to believe it from down deep. You don't just go copy someone. Mm-hmm. You say, what you know, what's important to me here? Mm-hmm. You'll be then, whiplashed all day long right, if you start right, doing that. Right. Yeah. So this one thing that we can talk about is this ladder of uh, inference. Oh. Well, it's basically, it's just something somebody came up with. something we already know, but it's yeah. kind of put it in organized fact. It's like, how do you uh, actually... Get away from drawing assumptions or jumping to conclusions and getting back to the facts. Mm. So how, so many times we'll hear some some facts or reality, mm-hmm. and then the next thing we'll do, we'll select the reality we want to pick out of that. Mm, that's interesting. You know, we're taking a biased reality right off the bat. That's so interesting. And then we then we interpret that, we make some assumptions, and then we yeah. make some conclusions, which turns into beliefs and actions. Wow. Many times based off that may not even be reality. Wow. So you have to go back and say, okay, how much of this is selected reality? Right. How much is it? Actual so you reality. go back to facts. and Wow, that's interesting. It is. And I think we all do that. Yeah. And, you know, and we all watch the news station we want to watch. I know. You know, so true. That's based on our beliefs. And yeah. So anyway, I think that's, a, mm-hmm. that's important because we're going to take beliefs and actions. But mm-hmm. I just think this perspective, this angle mm-hmm. comes from your heart and it comes from digging deeper into becoming the mm-hmm. right person, then your perspectives will. Yeah. And yeah. this kind of, I think it also goes back to, you know, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And, you know, so I actually have just been looking at the survey for our, our mastermind that we're doing of all these people, you know, what their biggest problem is, what, what they feel like their biggest issue is in their business. And so, what they think their problem is, is like, oh, attracting the right people. Oh, like viral content. Just what they think their problem is, is not really, it's like, they don't know, they don't stand firm in their perspectives, in their beliefs and in what, in their value adds. They're so confused. And so when they think like, oh man, I'm trying to grow my business. I need to go create viral content. That viral, growing your people, growing your audience and attracting the right people comes with standing firm in something, don't you yeah. think? Yeah, like, for instance, back in the insurance thing, when he told me that, 
of my value adds and, mm-hmm. and, and having command of, I realized I didn't have enough product knowledge. And I went really hard for like two years mm-hmm. going to taking all these classes, yeah. courses, you know. I've been a lot of effort into really increasing product knowledge. Yeah. And it's amazing how my confidence changed mm-hmm. once I went deeper into product knowledge. Yeah, and you got firm in your perspective a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And then I said, I know the coverages you knew. I, yeah. we, we know what we're looking for here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's... Um, it overflows into all parts of your business. Yeah, but let's talk about this viral thing. Okay. <laughs> Did I just trigger you about something? A little bit. I mean, the thing is... Everybody wants to create something that goes viral. Sure. But the thing is, when something goes viral, it's probably when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. You don't really anticipate that. I know. So how many businesses do people start, then all of a sudden one just goes boom, blows up? Yeah. It, it, they probably know why. It just yeah. happened to fit the market at the right time. And mm-hmm. your content is the same way. Once in a while, something may go, but mm-hmm. you can't. You can't focus on viral content. No, I mean, yeah. that's just. It's just an accident almost if yeah, it happens. I think really. so too. I really do. I think there are definitely yeah. formulas and strategies, but you can't determine it. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this Instagram live. If you loved it, it's going to be a podcast that you can share with other people. So be on the lookout for that. We'll talk to you guys soon.